Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day from the Tyrac.com studios, Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Aaron Rodgers had a full week, right? Uh, he was on the exercise bike at the Jets practice facility. He participated in this written article by Matt Schneidman in The Athletic. David Bakhtiari included him in his reasoning why the Packers are in a rebuild mode. And, oh yeah, by the way, he went to a Taylor Swift concert. In no particular order. Uh, is it June already? Is it June? I just said that for Jason Stewart. <laughs> Amazing how time flies, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it was just January. Wasn't it just January? (laughs) I just started changing the dates on my checks. You write checks? Uh, Anyway, um, I love this stuff. Um, We we, we look at the Rogers story uh, in The Athletic. And 
I don't know. I found it to be exactly what I thought. You know, when I when I read and I know not everybody reads more people talk about the athletic than actually read the athletic. Um, but I, I found it to be a very well written piece. And but I found kind of confirmation in everything that I thought happened. What happened? You know, Aaron Rodgers did not like when they drafted Jordan Love. And from that point forward, the relationship in his mind was over. Right. I mean, Green Bay had lost 37 to 20 to the San Francisco 49ers. They'd allowed 285 yards rushing. The most ever in NFC title game. And instead of getting a run stopper or T Higgins, who was didn't go to the second round, they moved up three spots and took Jordan Love. And uh, remember, Rogers said to Pat McAfee, that's when I poured myself a little glass of Anejo and waited for somebody to call me. So I, I, I understand all sides of it, because what happened after that was Aaron Rodgers agent said, hey, man, fire Brian Gunnikunst or trade Aaron Rodgers. Like what? Just a slight overreaction. Now, I've told people before, and I, I think I've said it on Coward Show, I'm sure I've said it on this show, which is I know for a fact that even Peyton Manning, when he would be in Indianapolis, and he was king, and he was, people forget that when Peyton Manning retired, he was considered the greatest quarterback of all time. Right? And then, of course, a late career winning swing by Tom Brady put him back as the greatest quarterback of all time in many people's minds. But even Peyton Manning would get his panties in a bunch when the Colts would draft a quarterback in the fourth, fifth, sixth round. Who is this guy? The next call, the, the phone would ring at the Colts in the Colts draft quarters the second after any quarterback was taken. I, I guess the difference is one time in your career, two, you know, Aaron Rodgers felt like you're taking it personally. And I, I, I just, I got to tell you, I disagree with the idea that Aaron Rodgers had to be told they were going to draft a quarterback. Could you have done it? Yeah. And knowing Aaron, it probably would have been smart, but you don't have to, t- like, you don't have to, you don't have to tell your employees. I mean, I can think of a prime example here at Fox Sports Radio. If you know how our show goes, okay? I've had a three-hour show uh, solo for more than 15 years. And when we added Cavino and Rich, um, I there was a discussion, but it wasn't like it was a, hey, what do you think? Because it's not my job. My job is to talk into this thing, to come up with clever ways of looking at the biggest topics of the day and entertain you and engage you in a sports and lifestyle conversation. That's it. That's my job. And I'm contractually obligated to do it for three hours a day. And so what we do now is we have one hour that's podcast only. And Jason can attest to this. I was like, whoa, what does this mean? They're like, nothing. Like, you're just going to do one hour podcast only. And you can do whatever you want to do on it. Like, whatever I want to do? Like, yeah. Really? Yes. And honestly, what's happened is I love the podcast hour. Um, for a multitude of reasons, but mostly because 
There are no breaks and we can just talk and we do fun segments that we can't do on, including one that says, because we can, right? Because we can. And why do we do it? Because we can, we can play sounds of people cursing because we can, we can go places on podcast. Can't really go on a radio show. But I would also be lying if I didn't say that it kind of motivated me to get my stuff together, right? You lose one hour live radio, you want to lose two. Knowing that the how the how the world is trending and things are moving to a podcast space and whatever, and the only thing that's important is that you have a job, right? And people that believe in you. But no one said, "Hey, what do you think?" And when I I totally got it. Like those guys are cool, they're talented. I'm sure they're only doing, they're doing two hours in a podcast. Our things mirror each other. So you do it. That's, that's how it works. But the, the, the problem is that Aaron Rodgers has operated in this bubble of I'm an independent thinker. I'm more important than other people. My happiness. He didn't have a great year. The year they lost in the NFC championship game. He didn't have a particularly good game. They lost in the NFC Championship game. It wasn't his fault. And my point was, and it remains, that because you have Aaron Rodgers, you're never going to be a top 10. You're never going to have a top 10 pick. You're definitely not going to have a top five pick. And if you looked at how Jordan Love was evaluated, it was he's going to need at least two, maybe three years to prepare himself to play in the NFL, but he has some talent. Right? Go back to his story. His dad killed himself when he was in high school. And he only played two years at Utah State for two different coaches. His second year wasn't as good. They had a coaching change, whatever. And everyone's like, he's got talent, but it's going to take some time. And I'm sure the Packers thought maybe somebody drafts him. Let's, let's move up and make sure we get him. Because we can get a quarterback that, had he gone back to college, maybe he becomes a top 10 guy and we'll never see him. Aaron Rodgers didn't look like he was finished. But he definitely looked like he was on the downside of his career. And they protected themselves with a guy they thought that if you gave him time, had a chance to be a starter. Turns out they're right. And because of it, Aaron Rodgers wanted Brian Gunnikins fired. That wasn't going to happen. That's not the Green Bay way. Uh, what's your biggest takeaway from reading the article, Jace, too? I mean, the the FaceTime thing. Um, I mean... that. He says, and it's amazing to me that uh, that Aaron kind of chased down this. I, you know, Matt, the guy who wrote the article said I had written this article and I sent a text to Aaron to get comments. I'm guessing he didn't expect for Aaron to participate in this, and I'm, I'm surprised that Aaron did uh, because it comes off a little bit kind of petty. And I don't think he looks any better now than he did before it. Like, that stuff about the they should have contacted me on FaceTime. Anyone who knows me that my place in L.A. only has one bar on my phone. And, I mean, that kind of stuff is like, I I don't know how he could have said that or written it and not thought, man, this kind of looks bad on me, but maybe he just isn't self-aware in that regard. That, that That's what struck me, is that I don't think this, this article does Aaron any favors, and he's the one who wanted to participate in it. Yeah, and I, I think I agree. That's the weird part, is that Aaron was all in on this deal, okay, all in on it, and yet um, um, 
And I, I'm guessing Aaron probably thinks he looks good in it. Look, man, the guy didn't even know that I have no bar. The guy didn't even know that I had FaceTime. He's trying to spread rumors like I ghosted him. Dude, I called, I texted him back the next day. Like, that's not really getting back to somebody. How much time between a, a received text and a replied text is reasonable? I mean, this this is a sore spot for me, and you know this. Uh, this is one that I'm... I'm a bad guy to ask because I expect a reasonably immediate response <laughs> when it comes to business, not not social. Um, I'm a bad guy to ask. I, I thought where I thought you were going is what is considered ghosting? Ghosting is going away forever or ghosting is I think that's what you're getting to. Like, is it a certain amount of time before getting back to somebody? Um, because there are very variable degrees of ghosting. I think is what Aaron's referring Generally, to. Generally, ghosting is when you're texting with somebody and all of a sudden they, they're with, it's no, I got to go. It's no TTYL, talk to you later. It's no, give me five. It's, I'm out. It's just, you go ghost. You go ghost. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And, and I think that the, implication there is that there's a question that's just left hanging or something that's how you, you know that they've just checked out but yeah i think that's which, it which is what he did right yep hey aaron do you want to meet aaron do you want to meet and he get back to him the next day now they weren't in constant communication but no response for an entire day right how many texts do you get in a day and all of a sudden it starts to slide down on you and and then he kind of contradicts it by saying he says that uh, the Packers should have known that I only have one bar and they should have known to FaceTime me. But then he's also quoted in the article saying, I get back to who I like. So it's like, all right, so which one was it? Is it you, you just no, don't he, like the he guy? He clearly or? doesn't like the guy. The guy clearly tried to meet him halfway and he wanted no part of it. Right? Yeah, that's what it reads like. I, I, I don't, I completely agree. Completely agree. And it makes Aaron look unbelievably petty. Unbelievably petty. I mean, that's just the kind of the, that's the reality of it is it makes him look, it makes him look exactly like we think it, it, he looks, you know, I just, I, I don't know how you could, how you could read this article and come away going like, you know, you know, Aaron looks good here. It's Brian Goodenkunst. How dare, like, the, the one thing the article is missing is the Aaron didn't have a great year, the year that they went and drafted Jordan Love. Now he backed it up and all of a sudden they got two great years out of him. And it worked and it motivated him. But there wasn't that, that part of the content. It wasn't, it was like it, the article starts in the NFC championship game. Like, okay, but part of the game, the NFC championship game was that Aaron Rodgers wasn't great and was also kind of turned off by the whole new system and some of the comments he made about it. Right? Like, you know, I'm used to being able to audibleize. This is kind of like, you're like a robot up here. It was, it wasn't all great. It wasn't all great. I think, and I could be wrong that somewhere in the 95% of Packer fans love and respect Aaron Rodgers and are completely at peace with the fact that he's not playing for them anymore. Matter of fact, I'll put that out on social media. You're a Packers fan. Are you at peace 
with Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't mean that you didn't think he was awesome and you're all in on Aaron Rodgers, but this thing dragged out and in a way that was perfect for the Packers. Now, to help it out, Jordan Love better be able to play. He's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. I don't think anybody will. But if he can play, that helps. But I, I think most people are like, I loved Aaron Rodgers. But man, he got to a place where he was entitled. He was aloof. He was different. He was hard to deal with. And it was just time. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, gonna, not, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like, that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you t- why are you telling me the whole time? <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? 
Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, I, it was weird. Like, I hadn't thought of Diddy in the longest time. He was, he was, was he puffy? He was puffy. Then he was Puff Daddy. Then he was P. Diddy. Then he was just Diddy, right? Did I miss anything? I was saying, did I miss anything in the, in the progression? I don't think so. Also, he's just been doing business. You know, like he's been a businessman since he kind of left his music career, you know, on hiatus a long time ago. So he's just been doing biz, making yeah, that been- cash. What is his, is he like real estate? He does a lot of things. Vodka, music labels, all kinds of stuff. Okay. All kinds of stuff. He hosted the Billboard Music Awards last year. Um, And he's still dabbling in producing music. But it's it's interesting, right? And of course, remember he had Sean John clothing, which was gigantic. Gigantic. Um, Let's get to uh, our next guest, who is an NBA champion. And he, he played with Tim Duncan, and it's the Tim Duncan is perfect because Mike Malone, who's the head coach of the Denver Nuggets, said, hey, you know, if you want to find a comp for Jokic, it's Tim Duncan. And he talked about how he's a team-first guy. He wants none of the credit, doesn't mind taking all of the blame. And Tony, you play with Tim Duncan. I think their styles are obviously very different, but do you see some similarities? I see a lot of similarities. I, Doug, I've been talking about this on on our radio show for quite some time. Um, and I think there are not just similarities between Tim Duncan and Nikola Jokic. I feel like there are similarities between the San Antonio Spurs and the Denver Nuggets. Um, and I think the, the biggest similarity in both, whether individually speaking or collectively speaking, is they're boring. They're boring. And I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, Nikola Jokic doesn't do anything that blows you away athletically. Right? He's not dunking on people and all these other kind of things. Um, Gilbert Arena said it the best. He said Nikola Jokic doesn't do things that kids want to see. And that's so true. Neither did Tim. But Tim is the best power forward to ever lace up a pair of shoes, though. So I would counter, yeah, these guys didn't do things that kids want to see, but they're doing everything that young kids and young basketball players need to see. I think Nikola Jokic and Tim Duncan are a direct uh, and great compilation like of 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 comparable of to one another uh how do you think let's just start with game one nuggets haven't played in a minute celtics have the i mean see not Celtics. the heat have 
Okay, the Heat are also, but they're also adding in Tyler Hero, which changes up at least some part of their right. rotation. Right. Um, just, just game one in general, what do you think? You know, this brings up the old rest versus rhythm mm-hmm. uh, conversation. And there is no right answer because whatever happens, you're going to side with the team that won. So if Miami goes into Denver and they beat Denver, we're saying, you know what, it's the fact that they just came off of game seven and they still have their rhythm going from game seven. And Denver had nine days off. But now if Denver at home beats Miami, now we're saying, oh, you know what, that rest sure did do them great. Who knows, man? Who knows what's best at this particular time? Me personally, as much as I have undervalued and underrated the Miami Heat at every stop, because I'll be honest with you, Doug, I didn't think my I didn't think Miami would be Milwaukee. I didn't think Miami would be New York. I didn't think Miami would be Boston. And here they are playing against Denver. And you know what I'm doing? I'm picking Denver. They have they have over exceeded their ex- expectations at every stop. I think that Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray present them a different issue that they have yet to deal with throughout the course of these playoffs. Oh, no question. No, I mean, I mean, like, look, they went up against Al Horford and, right. and Williams. Like, this guy's a completely different basketball player. And really, and he's so unique, hard to prepare for because very few, if anybody, plays that way. And the style where they play. You know, they, they do some real creative stuff offensively where right. they'll run him, you know, off of like a staggered screen like you would a shooter and then catch it and he's right there into a handoff. Like, they really, not only is he different, but how they use him is different than anybody else. Right. And, and you know, the term that you use or you hear used, in reference to the Denver Nuggets, it's a term used to hear in reference to the San Antonio Spurs. It's beautiful basketball. You used to hear it all the time. It may not be the most entertaining basketball, but it's beautiful to watch. And when you're playing against a team like Boston, as talented as Boston is, it's not beautiful basketball. It's isolation basketball, right? It's your turn, my turn, and when it's going, it looks great. But when it's not going, you find yourself at home. You don't have that issue with the Denver Nuggets. They don't play a lot of isolation basketball. It's not like they give Jamal Murray the ball and say, get out the way. You know, they'll post up Jokic, but they're posting up Jokic with the intent of freeing up someone else. So I feel like all that Denver has to offer, because we continue to hear, oh, well, you know what? Milwaukee was more talented, and New York was more talented, and Boston was more talented. Yeah, but it's not the talent that gets me. It's the way the talent is distributed that I feel like would be an issue for the Miami Heat. Oh, I I agree with you there, without any question. Completely agree with you there. Um, well, let's go to Boston. Joe Mazzulla is going to remain as as head coach. Obviously, they're going to have to fix that staff with most of those guys going with Ime Udoka. I I thought losing Damon Stoudemire clearly hurt. You know, he's really close to Jalen Brown, and you know, a former NBA star that that just relates to guys on the bench. But my my question is this, and you're the perfect guy to talk to because you spent 13 years in the NBA. If your coach, your first year in the playoffs seems a little bit overwhelmed, can he get or regain the respect of the locker room by improving? Or is that die cast going forward? Okay. So this is the question. Let me, let me answer your question with the question. Okay. As a player, do you want to be judged by your first appearance in the postseason? No, no. So why would we do that to coaches? 
I, I didn't listen, I, Antonio. I didn't say it's no, 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 fair. no, no. I'm not talking about from your perspective. I'm talking about from the player's perspective. Not I, yours, I, 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 look. I understand. Like what you're saying makes total sense to you and me. But we're both sane dudes. You know, guys in the locker room aren't that sane when they, their expectations of others is different, right? And when you and and like imagine yourself being on that roster. And again, you have to you have to remove the fact that. Tone, you went through a lot to get to the league and to stick in the league and to play in the league. That some of these guys, right? And they're like, wait, we hired a back of the bench guy and he doesn't know what he's doing. And now they got to bring in a bunch of other guys to tell him what to do. Like, I'm just wondering if NBA players are evolved in their thinking enough to go like, just like I'm better next year than I was this year, so too can the coaching staff. Right. And you know my issue with that, though, is the narrative within playoff series changes all the time. So Joe Mazzulla was in over his head, right, when they were down 0-3. Then they win the next three, and he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And then they lose seven, and game seven, now he's in over his head again. So, for me, I feel like the easiest thing to do in this situation, and this is my issue with today's NBA and where the lack of veteran leadership is missed. It's missed in times and situations like this because – you need someone in the locker room that's able to police that locker room and be a different voice outside of Joe Missoula, right? You have Al Horford, but after that, where is your veteran leadership coming from, realistically? Because all these other guys are younger, and they've experienced success. So what happens is this league right now has a microwave mentality as opposed to a crockpot mentality, and it drives sure. me crazy, Right. We want everything right now. We want players to develop in their first year. And if they're not what you want them to be in that first year, you're trading them away. So, for a coach, Joe Mazzulla, is it even if he was in over his head, even if he was, is that a bad thing? Or should it be expected? Because he's coming from behind the bench and he's coaching against one of the top two or three coaches in the NBA today, right? He's still with his lack of head coaching experience, was able to get this Boston Celtics team without his two stars performing well to a Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Finals. So even if he is in over his head, is that necessarily a bad thing? I think the worst thing, Doug, would be not giving him and allotting him the grace to grow in his role. Oh, I, I agree with you. I just I wonder about those young guys that have seen that success early and they're like, it didn't take me long to get up and running. And this dude, he does, does he know what he's doing? I, I just, it, it's, and I think it that's is a lie. I think that's a lie, too, though, because it did take these guys a minute to get up and running. None of these guys had it figured out their first year. None of them. None of these guys hit the ground like LeBron James. You know, they ain't hit the ground running like this. Now, you can have a good year, but if you look at the growth and the progression of some of these guys, who Marcus Smart was when he was drafted, he wasn't the defensive player of the year. He wasn't the Hustle Award winner. Who Jason Tatum was when he was drafted, he wasn't in the MVP conversation then. Who Jalen Brown was when he was drafted, he wasn't considered a max player. What I'm saying, Doug, is all these guys didn't hit the ground running. All these guys were giving the time and the grace to grow in their role. And I think it's disingenuous for these guys to even think that, man, they gave us a coach who don't have it all figured out. And you best believe when you were drafted, after your first year or two, you didn't have it all figured out either. Let me ask you about the Miami Heat. How do you you handle the Tyler Hero thing? Man, this is a tough one for me. This is a tough one. Because you have a guy who's averaging 
20 and 5. But I can argue and tell myself, do I think the Miami Heat would be in this position if Tyler Hero was available? No. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Because I, I because then you're not giving the same responsibility, freedom, and confidence to Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson, and Max Schrubus. Right? Their leash is a little shorter. And this is the part I can relate to, Doug. I can't relate to the Jimmy Butlers and Jason Tatums. I can relate to these guys. These guys are role players. It's something to be said when you're coming in off that bench, right? And you know that he doesn't have Tyler Hero to go to if you make a mistake or two. It's something to be said when you're coming off that bench and you're given the freedom and the confidence to play through mistakes. I don't know if Tyler Hero or Victor Oladipo is available. I don't know if Duncan Robinson gets dusted off and he's played great. I don't know if you're giving Caleb Martin the amount of confidence that you've given him, the freedom that you've given him. So I don't know how you handle this moving forward. This, this is a tough one, especially especially if by some chance they win one of these two on the road. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, you do think Denver wins the series, don't you? I do. I pick Denver in six. Yeah. What do you now, that would be that would be winning in Miami for the championship, right? Yes. Yep. What do you have? I thought in five, uh, but I, could it go six? Uh, absolutely. How do you, how would you explain Jimmy Butler? Right, like Man. you get dudes. I, I, like I feel like Jay, Jay, Jay Will he went a little crazy saying he's harder to guard than Kevin Kevin Durant really today. I was like, okay. okay. So Jay Will came on our show today and explained what he meant. Okay. Because I actually sent him a text message and asked him to come on, and he explained exactly what he meant. What he meant was this particular postseason, right? This particular postseason, meaning that LeBron James was hurt, Kevin Durant was coming into a situation where he was injured, one, and also he was in a situation that he was trying to find himself. So the Kevin Durant we're accustomed to seeing is not the Kevin Durant that we saw in Phoenix over that run. So I understood what he was saying. My thing with Jimmy Butler is it's very, very difficult if you go, and I'm not, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist because it does exist. If you go back throughout the history of the regular season to the postseason to find guys that were NBA All-Stars that have increased their points per game by six points per game in the postseason. That's very, very difficult to do. Like, you may find guys that do it, make, you know, average – 28 points in the regular season and then average 31 points in the postseason. I'm talking about not a series. I'm talking about for the entire postseason. Jimmy Butler is at about 22, almost 23 points per game, and now he's almost at 29 points per game. So just the fact that I don't believe in the switch, Doug. I don't know about you. I don't believe in that switch. And I don't know if this is a lack of Tyler Hero, lack of Victor Oladipo situation, where now his offensive responsibility is a little bit more. His I think reps so. are more, so yep. he can afford to be more aggressive. But yep. it's tough to explain. No, I, I I actually think that explains that. I mean, like, look, let's look at the lineup changes, right? When you put Max Struess and Duncan Robinson on the floor at the same time, the lane opens wide up, and you have a, a higher volume of touches. And, like, right. look, everybody, everybody who's ever played basketball knows, like, if you give me 30 minutes a game and you give me the ball – more often than not, like I'm going to score a point. Now the, 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 the amazing part is he's scoring more and they're winning more, right? Because right. lots of dudes can score more when their role gets expanded, but can you win more because of it? But I, I just, I think it's one of those. Um, so, so, okay. 
So, so Doug, it, it, and I agree with you, but this Jimmy Butler, the playoff Jimmy Butler, right, that we're mm-hmm. all seeing mm-hmm. from the second week of April up until now June, where is this Jimmy Butler in the regular season? I don't know. I don't know. It's a great question. I don't know. We, we also dismissed, you know, in the last series, uh, the series before the, you know, like, look, they, they played the Bucks. Uh, you know, Giannis didn't play a couple of the games, and right. I don't know why Bud didn't let Giannis guard him. Right. Um, and this, in the next series against the Knicks, he shot the ball terribly, terribly, you know, and they won because of everybody else. Um, and I would say Caleb Martin was as big a factor as Jimmy Butler was in winning the Celtics series. Um, so we do give him a part of it is we give him a pass when he has just okay games. I think he's a supreme competitor. I think he's got some Dwayne Wade in him. Like, D. Wade wasn't a great shooter, but damn, he was going to make the big one. They both like to go right almost exclusively and Mm -hmm. kind of funky timing with how they get their shots off. But uh, that's, I think it's definitely a guy you'd want in your foxhole. We'll we'll just, we'll just see. All right, you got him in six, Denver in six. I got him in five. And we'll look Mm -hmm. forward to talking to you as the series goes on. For sure. I appreciate you, brother. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. 
Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Progress to play the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They help you bundle your home, car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or call 1 800 Progressive. That's on Valley Sports West. The Angels beat the White Sox 12 to 5. Shohei Otani, two different home runs in the game. And the, uh, the Angels are at 30 and 27, beginning now a three game set in Houston tonight on Fox Sports 1 against the Strohs. Let's get to the press. The press. Jason Stewart, what's in the press? Hey, Doug, I just checked out uh, over at the DraftKings app. I just checked out the odds because I want to lay down some huge cash. Nuggets are minus nine as we speak. What is it? Uh, Three and a half hours of tip off. Minus nine tonight, game one. They are a minus 460 to win the series. The Heat seem like a great value at a plus 350 to win the series. Uh, where are you leaning, Doug? Uh, not a lean. I, I think the Nuggets are the better team. I've told you the Nuggets are the best team in the playoffs, uh, all playoffs long. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I I just think that's the – the, the, the lean is uh, – because I got my, my DraftKings app up right now. On their their spread, the line has gone from nine to eight and a half. So, at, if you can get it at nine or even at eight and a half, I still like the Heat tonight. The over under is two nineteen. I I like over on that one. I think this game is going up and down. So, th- those are my early leans in this series. You know, you can go to uh, there's also player points, and I'll tell you a guy who I like in player points is Bruce Brown. Over under of eleven and a half. I think Bruce Brown plays a lot, plays well. Over eleven and a half. What else you got? Oh, join the NBA Finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can place a five dollar bet and score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. 
Plus, all customers can take a shot at a bigger payouts with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code Gottlieb. That's code Gottlieb. Now, Doug, um, amid amidst this whole thing with Jimmy Garoppolo, with um, Mike Florio pointing out the the part in the contract where the Raiders have kind of given themselves a waiver if he doesn't pass the physical. Uh, the speculation that Tom Brady, since he has bought into the team, could easily just go down on the field and play quarterback for the Raiders this year if he wanted to. I don't know if it was that easy, but Tom Brady was actually asked by that uh, for Sports Illustrated. And he said, yeah, he's not coming back, Doug. Um, I think you and I spoke about this on the herd yesterday, and I just didn't see him coming back for, I guess, essentially a third time. This was him. I'm certain I'm not playing again, so I've tried to make that clear, and I I hate to continue to profess that because I've already told people that. Uh, lots of times, but I'm looking forward to my my broadcasting job with Fox next year. Um, I'm looking forward to the opportunity ahead with the with the Raiders, and we're in the process of that, along with the other different things that I'm a part of professionally and in my personal life. Just spending as much time with my kids as I can, and seeing them grow up and support the different things that they have going on, and that's a very important job. And I take them all pretty seriously. What do you think, Doug? I believe him. I believe him. You know, I don't want to go the whole fake news thing, but, it, you know, like, look, we connected the dots. We're like, we wondered. And he's like, no, nah, don't wonder anymore. Um, this is what I'm doing. Right. This is this is what I'm doing. Got it. Understood. Noted. Moving on. Packers lineman David Bakhtieri was on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast. He had said earlier in the offseason that the Packers are in a rebuild. Well, the front office says... I don't think we're in a rebuild, but Bakhtiari uh, doubled down today. It's disrespectful to say you're not rebuilding off a Hall of Fame quarterback. It was disrespectful to say you weren't rebuilding off of Brett Favre. You Aaron. No one knew who Aaron was and what he was going to be, so I'm not going to sit here and pull back those words because that, that, that is, when you look at how it's been built and how we were chasing after it and how the cap, there's a bunch of situations that can definitely allude to it. We have a young team. It's disrespectful to a Hall of Fame quarterback to not say this is a rebuild, Doug. That's what David Bakhtiari said? Yes. Yeah, I disagree. I, I disagree. I mean, I, I think you're, you got to rebuild the quarterback position, but the rest of the team appears to be improved. We just don't know. But it's not like he's a, like a rookie who hasn't played football before. So maybe that speaks to what David Bakhtiari thinks of Jordan Love. Obviously, he's very good friends with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's disrespectful, though, when you lose one to go like, hey, we're not rebuilding. We're just going to try and build it a different way in the meantime. That's it for the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. In the bonus podcast, I think you'll like the topics we're getting to. I'll give you the pick on tonight's game, too. This is Doug Gottlieb Show. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. 
I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.